Welcome to the Order of the Higher Men. I'm back. We're back. We're, We're all back, back right? Yeah. Yes. Another week of fun. Uh, this week's topic, we're going to do purpose. I think we've talked on purpose yeah. here and there throughout our episodes, but we wanted to dedicate one full episode to purpose. Uh, Jerry, what's your in-depth analysis of purpose and why we're here to well, inhabit this beautiful planet? Well, this is what it is. Like, If you look at any masculinity... Uh, YouTube or any talking it goes beyond that, dude. It no, goes no. beyond them, like the masculinity. I know it's but, everything. I know, but every that's the most cliche, the most bottom of the barrel, the basic fundamental understanding of what a man should do, or even a woman, a woman. anybody, because they're taking on more masculine roles right. now. So, in in purpose, right? That that's like the, the it, that's the very foundation. Of what we need to know. Yeah, it's like the antithesis of a society. You look at like a, a beehive or an ant yeah. colony. They all have a niche or some kind of purpose within their clan to fulfill an objective or a niche, niche, however you want to say it. There's there's a purpose behind their existence. You have some kind of driving went, will. This guy went French right there. He said niche. Niche. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some quiche with that niche? No, but... You have you have something that's driving you to accomplish something to you know basically give to the greater good and I, yeah. I hate using the term greater good because I feel like a nineteen seventies superhero but it is what it is everybody has to have their purpose and I think purpose is kind of a fluid thing in a sense like you want to have a solid foundation and you want to get somewhere and you want to have a reason for it right and you always have to kind of say what your purpose is to kind of accomplish it you have to speak about it you have to be about it. You have to live it. And I think it does change throughout a person's life. I think purpose does change. I think, you know, at a point you're playing a role to, you know, accomplish whatever you have set in mind. But it is constantly changing because your your environmental pressure and pressures are constantly changing as well. I know, and I agree. And this is the thing, okay? Now, why this topic? Why now, right? It's been... Interesting, because I've I've had some interactions with a lot of old old timers, like the older gentlemen. They're like in their eighties and seventies, and they always ask me. They say, "What's wrong with the younger generation? Why don't they want to work? Why don't they want to do anything? Are they lazy? What's going on with these young men?" And I I do think in my head, like obviously, the the quick answer is you guys have created a world that nobody particularly wants to participate in that's multi-generational American, right? So they retreat into video games or they retreat into drugs and alcohol and they're not really fundamentally present, right? So their purpose is no purpose. They've given in denialism, yeah. right? So I'm like, well, let's analyze what's the reason for having a purpose? What what does it do for you? What kind of like what grounding does it give you to reality? Like, why why should men, because this is a podcast mostly geared towards men, 
why should we strive for a purpose in life, right? That's kind of the question. Yeah. Well, the reason being is because, like, it's it's like this, man. Like, if you're sh- – th- this is an old, old like, uh, analogy I've heard a long time ago. It's like a ship, you know. If it doesn't have a rudder or it doesn't have a compass, you can set a ship off to sail. But if it doesn't have a port that's trying to reach – it's just aimlessly wandering the oceans. So there's no point A to point B. So how are the sailors going to be on that ship if they're just floating around? They're going to mutiny. They're going to go mad. They they have to have a destination in hand. Well, and think about it. The guys on the ship as well. If you don't assign duties yeah. or specific roles, you're going to have like 100 chefs and nobody, you know, well, you have getting have the a sail ready. Exactly. So you have to be the captain of the physical self your mental self has to be in charge of the physical you got to make a decision where am i going to take this voyage to what am i mm-hmm. going to become what is the end goal of my life now humans we don't live very long well unless you're you're waiting for the eternal recurrence and you think you're going to be reincarnated right, right. In, in the eternal dharma but for most people this is the only reality they're going to have so it, it, it's good to kind of like sort out well, what do i want to do it's kind of that old cliche like when you're a little kid like what do i want to be when i grow up right right i mean we can't all be youtubers we can't all be podcasters obviously by by the amount of people viewing our podcast is not the greatest <laughs> so it's not super <laughs> lucrative right we, we all have to do something where we fit in society, where we're and contributing. And that's the thing. I, I actually started understanding, like, marketing a little bit. And there's this thing called a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. So you got strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I think if each individual did a SWOT analysis on their, their own self, you know, what am I good at? What am I not so good at? Where do my opportunities lie with my strengths? And where do I see the threats, obviously, because of my weaknesses? You have to do that and be self-aware. And I think if you're more self-aware, you can actually point yourself in a direction where you see some kind of positive kind of outcome. Yeah. If you're if, like, we, we always had the conversation of like the NBA player. If you're five two, you know, and you're close to three hundred pounds, you're obviously not going to try to be an no. NBA All Star. You got to be self-aware of yes. what, what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Capabilities. Yeah, for sure. And, exactly. And that's the thing is like. In a world of untruth, there's a lot of untruths being told. Don't lie to yourself. Correct. Like Dostoevsky said, right. be, do not lie to yourself. Like, look in the mirror and say, well, I'm not really great at math, so I shouldn't go to school for engineering, right? Um, but you, you got you to gotta kind of also know the differences between hobbies and a career. If you love history, but you don't want to teach it or you, you're not really great at writing, probably not good to pursue a master's degree in it right correct we got to start analyzing these things because in the future i feel like it's going to be even more um it's going to be harder for us to for the young men to have good careers and to make money because everything's being so balkanized and so like like you said niche it's like you got to find your niche and then run with it well and everybody just piggybacks off off of everybody else's ideas. They see somebody doing something cool and they're like, "Oh, I can do that." Yeah. And it's just like if that doesn't fit who you are internally, don't push yourself into a realm that just feels yeah. awkward to yourself. And it kind of going back to like 
doing the things that make sense, that are fitting. So I was driving down the road, and you see these girls that are a little heavier set wearing clothes that probably probably make them feel good, but doesn't look appealing. You're just like, why, why are you wearing? And even guys, like with the baggy clothes or whatever the case may be, just understand who you are, how you look, and then wear, wear something appropriate. And that's the same with like a job. Where, do something that's appropriate, that fits. And, and if your purpose lies in that, wear Hawaiian shirts and ridiculous hats. Yes. Okay. It's <laughs> very fitting. It's very fitting. Do that just to spite everyone else. It's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. If your if your purpose is to stir the pot, then you wear a ridiculous hat. Then you wear your chef hat. I'm just kidding. Yes. Right. But it's true. And the thing about it is like so now most guys in their early 20s and 30s and I've been there in the modern world, dude, you have all. You're gonna be a sports star. You're gonna be, you know, a rapper, right? It's a then you waste, yeah. yeah. You waste your whole life trying to go after these dreams, and I'm not saying don't dream them. It's unrealistic expectations practical. that people. Yeah, it's it's, it's unrealistic yeah. as hell, and that's that's why I hate when like kids in high school are like, oh, I'm gonna go do this, and like the acceptance rates of like college athletes is so minimal. I just wish it was more realistic, and I that's. That's why I wish our education was a little, our education system was a little different than how it is now because I feel like people get lost in their purpose. It's such a general, like, wide brush that they try to paint with. You know what, though? What's crazy is that a lot of the young dudes, like, purpose is getting, like, supplanted by, Mm -hmm. like, artificial, artificial things, right? Like, they're doing, like, video games. So their purpose is finishing the levels, right? I I was playing the PlayStation 5 the other day. Mm hmm. Amazing graphics. I'm not a real video game guy, but I kind of took some time out of my day to play some video games. Mm-hmm. Just with your son. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Um, and that's the thing is like I don't often do that, but I'm like, well, maybe I should spend some time to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So I did, and the graphics were amazing. Yeah. It was like a it was like a Japanese game where the Japanese samurai are fighting against a Kublai Khan or whatever this Mongolian guy. But I know historically that no foreign force had ever set foot in Japan. Nope. But anyway, I, the suspension of disbelief, I allowed that to dispense. And I accepted the game for what it was. And it was fun, though. But it, it was a fun game. And even the sword cuts were, like, very, like, fluid. It was fluid, weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was fluid. It was like, it was like. It looks like you were controlling. It was freaking impressive, dude. Yeah. It was impressive. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, that, that takes a place of purpose for a lot of young men. Like, well, it's just a waste of time. It's like well, when you could spend time like self-identifying like what you want to accomplish, you're putting it towards something in a, in a false reality, and that's I'm not a big fan of that. And that's the thing that I say. Like these games and stuff are cool as a hobby, but I think that men now they're projecting their testosterone or what they'd like to accomplish in reality into these games, so they live it in the game, but they're not living it in reality. Or they, then they have like well, that I mean, persona if, of like. The, they started living. If they started living that shit in reality right now, man, they fucking we'd have a bloodbath. We'd have some warriors. <laughs> hey, were you warriors? Remember what they were saying? Like video games cause violence. Like, I wish. Yeah. No, it shit. doesn't. It does not cause no. any type of violence. I don't. I don't think. And they try to blame video games for a lot of harsh things. I mean, and don't get me wrong. There are some repercussions to playing video games. I think laziness but, is like the the biggest one. But no, that's for sure. It. But th- this is me on the whole purpose thing. Find your purpose because you have fulfillment, right? You're not, like, just aimlessly wandering. Like, 
see, even if you're a ditch digger or you're digging a hole, but you get really good at it, anybody with eyes will walk on that up on that hole and be like, damn, that is a really amazing, beautiful hole. It's like the square is perfect. The depth is perfect. Like beauty lies in everything. But if you don't even have a purpose, even a ditch digger, if he's really good at it, he's going to get accolades. Right. Exactly. And that's having a purpose and affecting society in such a positive way, I think is, is the main focus of purpose is just positively affecting nature and having your role, playing your role well. Yeah, and you're you're out there participating. Correct. You're not not participating. Like the old guys say, why aren't they doing it? I'm like, because they're depressed and they don't want to participate. No. But we got to try to push back against that and try to participate. We have to push back against negativity. I think there's negativity everywhere. And if we were to just be the opposition of negativity and shed some light in, in a really dark time, I think you'll be recognized for it, you know. And art, art is such a huge thing, dude. And I yeah. think purpose is a form of art because you're you're creating an idea and then you're bringing it into reality. And that's uh-huh. art itself. I think it's beautiful. And that's divine alchemy. It is. You're stewarding a light from within and you're manifesting it mm-hmm. in the physical. So say if you're an artist or you're a writer or you're like a painter. Speaker. Like, you, yes, doesn't matter. Anything. Right. And I don't think the young dudes and a lot of us in general don't really understand, like, what effect we could have on reality if we just tried. But we we were told that it's only for these other guys, only for the rappers. Well, it's scary. It's yeah. scary making a jump, dude. I think the other day, it was like Friday. I, I was kind of just bored, and I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to go outside. And I was just kind of sitting outside looking at the clouds. It was a little rainy. And I was like, dude, I don't know how to do a cartwheel. I've I've always been scared of doing a cartwheel. Like every time I try to like get over my knees, kind of like fold. Yeah, dude, I sat there for like an hour and a half. I learned how to do a cartwheel. <laughs> I lo- and I'm happy about it. That was my purpose for the hour, and it, it was just taking that leap. It was getting rid of your fear and just setting out to accomplish something. Yeah, I fell a couple times. I have a bruise or whatever, sure. but it's about getting up and not being afraid of failure. Well, it's like my my buddy. He was trying to do muscle ups. And then he finally was able to do muscle ups, you know. That's legit. It's a little. It's like a. It's it's a small little purpose. Like you, you're knocking down like. It's like a task. Each, each little step on a long stairway of your being. Exactly. Right? And I think a lot of guys they get caught up in the, the, the residual, the internet type things. Oh, so it's a failure. Their People purpose, are so scared of failure. Their purpose is there, but it's like you gotta do it in reality, man. And don't be afraid to be yourself either. You know, I think people are, are so scared of being judged by the societal kind of like norms or what's normal. You have to be normal. It's, well, it's not our true. societal norms be suck right now. Oh, they're awful. So it's like anybody that's different to me, that's truly different, I find fascinating because mm-hmm. um, like this, like the zealots, for instance, the religious zealots, right? Like the Mormons, dude, they come to your door like they're preaching their good word. A lot of people are annoyed by these people, but I, I find them fascinating because they're on their purpose. Mm-hmm. They believe in a higher entity than themselves. They're trying yeah. to change reality. I give it to and them, they're man. they're not afraid. Riding a bike in 120 yeah. degrees with a, with a, 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 a button-up and some slacks. Dude. And also a lot of these people in the past, like um, Cortez, religious zealot, uh, Columbus, religious zealot, uh, Alexander the Great, thought he was the son of apollo he was descended from heracles also 
I mean, these, these men, he was deified in reality. He was made Pharaoh, God, King, you know? I mean, the, these dudes that when you become your purpose, you kind of ascend from the physical plane to the metaphysical plane. And people will be surprised, dude. You get such a good following and people that like genuinely support you through your purpose because they see that you're like passionate about whatever yeah. your purpose is. Dude, you will get a following. People are so scared that they're going to be judged, but you really would be surprised who's going to say, you know what? I recognize your purpose. I'm going to help you achieve that. And I think a lot of people don't understand like the community effect when you're in a small group of people that actually support each other there's such a dynamic that like takes place and it's it's alchemy like you were saying you you start really helping each other and and there's a positive repercussion to it when you have an idea and you believe in it Mm -hmm. it's just solely yours but when you have another person believe in it and another person believe in it it starts to magnify multiply and it gains resonance Mm -hmm. now I said this years ago, like people want you to be the guy because they want you to do a good job. They want you to become who you are. So that's, that goes all the way down to like the cashier at a convenience store. So you've got changing your tires to the, to the bricklayers. If they're all doing their jobs and, and accomplishing their purpose, then our whole reality is more beautiful. And then it spreads by word of mouth. Word of mouth is the, it's, it's, was and always will be i think the best form of like marketing in a sense yeah. because you you take somebody else's word that you trust and and you'll run with it you're gonna believe what they say and we were talking about how lies are like the epitome of like the worst thing that can happen in a society and it's true it is really true because it's like toxic and and it kills well, like every the, hope the, the oracle of delphi over her like entrance to her little sanctuary was know thyself like you have to know yourself, understand what you're here to do in this reality, and then start going on the path to accomplish that. And you'll feel better for undertaking that struggle. It's true. If you're undertaking other struggles or you're not in your purpose, you're, you're, you're doing maybe the struggle of your boss. You're becoming his purpose. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like your, your partner's purpose, right? But if you're not fulfilling your purpose, you're... You're not going to feel like fulfilled. You're not giving yourself something. And if you're not, if you're not nurturing yourself or giving yourself what is, is needed or necessary, then you're not going to be able to fulfill other roles that are within your life. So if you can't be a good individual, you can't be a good father. You can't be a good partner. You can't be a good employee. You can't be any of those things because you're not fulfilled in one aspect and that's taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always been the case people have always kind of like backburnered themselves for selfless reasons and when you're being selfless in a sense sometimes you need to be selfish to actually grow and see all of your hard work come to fruition you know then you can affect reality in a positive nature but people always put themselves last man and i'm i, I i'm i'm subject to that I'm, I'm kind of too nice in a sense and in, in some respects and it's really like screwed me over in a lot of situations and it's like that incubus song drive dude you have to take control of your life to be in you know to kind of set out your path and then you are fulfilled and you can be happy about your existence no i agree and that's it goes back to the old men asking me what's wrong with the young men it's cuz they're not on their purpose they they're listless they're just they're just floating along it's that identity crisis we were talking yeah. about dudes don't know what their identity is they don't know who they are they don't know where they come from they're only told what media and what society tells them right. they are and 
when they start to think about themselves or think for themselves, mm -hmm. they're often ostracized. But you're going to be more happy being ostracized than if you go along with the herd. No great man or no like powerful leader ever got there by doing what the herd wanted. No, you have to, you have to have a constant struggle of becoming. You know, like the whole ten thousand hour rule, right? If mm -hmm. you, if you, Aristotle says, you are what you repeatedly do, mm -hmm. right? So if you, if you start practicing, like the guitar, you put ten thousand hours into it, you're gonna outplay most people. You become an expert. Yeah. It's that simple. It's true. But we got to figure out what our purposes are and figure it out quicker and earlier. And a lot of times we don't right. do that. And it start it's it starts by identifying like how you live your life, what your routine is, and then start just ridding out some of the negative things that you participate in. You know, I think really identifying that and like being truthful, like you said, being honest with yourself. Is this benefiting me? No. Excuse me. Maybe I need to stop doing that. Maybe I don't need to participate in that. Or maybe I enjoy it and it's one of those dark things that kind of hold me back or waste a little bit of my time. Participate in it just a little less. It's like it's it's like nicotine. You know, people with patches. You know, there's levels to kind of yeah. waning yourself off. And, you know, quitting cold turkey is cool if you can do it. But that's like like suicide. You're going to go crazy. It's not it's not very easy to do. So I think it's it's slowly but you know and then introducing newer things into your routine into your life and just living a more healthy lifestyle it's it's a very tough thing to do and i especially know now because we have well, the nine to fives you, well you gotta you orientate you gotta orientate your whole life in an essence to be like the apogee of your purpose so if you want to be a basketball player or something like that then you you have to you have to spend hours on it you gotta like really it's a hero's journey. You're not going to get anything unless you put the time in. It's doing what others won't do. Doing yeah. what others you know, don't do. Set you apart from everybody else in that pool that you're in. Yeah. It's, and that's another thing. The pools that you swim in, you know, you're around people that, you know, aren't wanting to do good for themselves. And you're constantly finding yourself like, why? Why do I hang out with these people? You have to jump pools. I think, you know, yeah. when... Uh, th there's classism. I think classism is a real thing. You know, there's a lower level of people that do a certain thing throughout their day. And dude, there's that's super based right there. Well, I, it's true, dude. And that's, that's like the rich dude, like the rich no, like float no, in a that, class. That, that's the whole thing, dude. It's the old saying, you know, your parents maybe said to your grandparents, show me who your friends are. I'll, I'll show you who you are. Right? Exactly. And another thing is people always talk about money. We, I'll talk about money one of these days. Not today, but the thing about it is, the if you want to be wealthy, hang out with wealthy people. Exactly, you want to be successful and have a good hang routine. Go to the gym people. and hang out yes. with your people there. I mean, right. you're probably gonna jump pools and you're gonna be able to ascend and become a higher iteration of yourself. And it's constantly growing. I mean, you you have different mentors or people that you hang out with throughout your lifetime, and they each give you something. And it's a journey. It's a journey. And you have to constantly be learning something and growing and to kind of stay vibrant. And that's the thing about purpose, vibrant. right? Yeah. You, you hit it on the head. If you if you want to do something, find somebody that's doing it and doing it well mm -hmm. and then mentor off of them. Exactly. Take their knowledge and then you, you can become them. You may even surpass them. But a, a lot of guys, like, they, they want to do certain things, but they, they're not in touch with the people that are doing so if you're going to be a cartoonist or something right you got to you got to find some guy that's really good and you apprentice off of him mm -hmm. and you got to have the humility and the humbleness to be able to 
to kneel before that idea. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men in the modern age, the multi-generational American types, they don't have the humility to, to accept that they have to start from ground zero. Well, it's, it's the age of conveniency. People don't think they have to start at zero. You know, they think that they can start at, you know, level 100. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't start on level 100. You have to start from the absolute and, well, bottom. I know, dude, I've, I'm starting at level zero with my new gig thing yeah you know going into it slash cybersecurity. you know it's not it's not one of the things that you just pick up and i mean there's some there's that very few percentage of the population that can that understand it right away as soon as they turn on a computer they're like know how to script languages and all that other stuff it's it's weird but most of the population you know in, in cybersecurity, especially at my age dude i'm almost 37 going into a fully new aspect of my life it's just kind of weird you know mm-hmm. all i've known for at least the past 14 years was construction right you know so it was it's kind of a fucking wake-up call to what i'm what i'm doing but mm-hmm. i wish i would have like learned or caught on a little earlier in life like in yeah. my 20s but you know it's never too late though it dude is what it is it's it, not and that's why no. you gotta you gotta not to cut you off but you're good i agree it's it's, it's you're late. jumping a pool dude you finally found out you're like you know what i don't i don't belong in this pool i think i'm greater greater than and that's okay people right. can feel the greater than sense but you're going to start out at level one in that next pool you're going to be the minnow and then you're you're going to yeah. grow after learning and experience and I, I always think experience is key i think it's more dominant than having the education oh, side far. of things i love experience dude yeah. i think that's where you learn yeah. the do's don'ts and that's, I mean, you were in the trades, you're in the trades, I was in the trades. I mean, we were all apprentices at one time where we didn't know how to fucking barely use a hammer, you know, just for instance. But after time, efforts, learning, experience, busting your thumbnail a couple times, you became a, a, a craftsman with that hammer. You know, I've seen you swing a hammer and swiftly knock a metal box into pieces. So it's it's all about experience and gaining the knowledge and it's muscle memory there's a lot that goes into it we're sponges humans are the most uh, divine beings that's why they used to call this the right hand of doom oh i've seen the right hand of doom at work bro it's okay i've (laughs) seen some scary things happen but but no it's true and i agree with you and that this is the thing the coming age obviously with technology it's going to be different right Yes. The fourth industrial age is going to be kind of, um, it's going to be different. It's You're not going to be able to be a hippie. You're kind of like, you can if you totally want to just exit society. Right. Which yeah. I wouldn't mind. No, I agree. I So I'm, I'm there, but I'm like, well, for these, some men, <coughs> excuse me, that want to be in society, they're going to have to be more tactical. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to be more efficient in their thinking. They're gonna to have to be on top of it. They're they're gonna to have to research what jobs align with their purpose, right. how to execute learning these jobs, because I don't think there's gonna be as much room for failure in the future. No, there's or you, not. you're gonna end up homeless. Like, it's it's all about instant gratification. Yeah. Uh, you know, instant. It's instantaneous. We live in the age of conveniency, and that's that's where I think people get it mixed up. Where they think they can start on level one hundred. That's not the case. You have right. to go through the steps. It's it's the delayed gratification. I think of old times, delayed gratification. You watch like even like a uh, a carpenter, they had to go through months mm-hmm. and months of treating wood, cutting it, redoing it. It was it was delayed. 
there was an art and a beauty in it, and that's where the experience came from. Now there's no experience. Now there's no delayed gratification. It's all instantaneous. And you can't, and you can't, your purpose doesn't manifest overnight. That being said, I, re- I was reading about Thomas Jefferson a long time ago. And of course he built Monticello by himself. He designed it. He built it. Probably take him, took him 30 or 40 years maybe. Yeah, it was, it was pretty long. I mean, yeah, it's, it's insane. And it was a Greco Roman type, uh, colonial style house. Now, I also know that he worked on a plow for seven years, the patent for a plow. It took him seven years to do it. And then he ended up giving the patent away for free because Jefferson was, was a classical liberal. Like he was, he was for the people, right? That's awesome. So the thing that's weird about that is like, ask yourself now, when have I ever worked on something for seven years and asked for nothing in return? I don't think anybody has in modern age, no. to be honest right. with you. No, because we are not these men. And that's what I always, that's what the whole purpose of this is in a way, to think about how we can maybe slightly become more like these men in the past. And I think it's even projecting into the forward. I think, I think, yes, we could be closer to who we were, but I think it's, it's creating a new age. I think, yes, the past is relevant. It's the temporal man. We have to, we have to create something new because it has been lost completely. And we're we're evolving too. The temporal man, what I always say is the at man. The total man. He's the man of the past. He's the man of the present. And he also is the man of the future. We can't go back in time and wallow in the glories of the past. Yep. But we can manifest new glories mm-hmm. now if we're on our purposes, right? And we don't ask for anything in return unless we create something beautiful. Now, Jefferson does that, does that uh, plow after seven years. Probably revolutionized uh, farming. Farming. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it probably did, right? And so now I know about it. A few other people know about it. He created something beautiful, so that's immortal. Oh, that's the other purpose thing. He was helping people. Yeah. He yeah. literally helped people. In his selfish reasons, he sat there and went to town on you know, spending time on this beautiful machine, and then he was selfless with it. He gave it away for free. That's that's It's beautiful, dude. That's... You're right. It has been lost, and I hope we can get closer to being like those guys. But I think we just have to understand. Well, now everything it's about now everything is good. about money. What do you want to be good? What do you want to get compensated for? And I think that's why we're not creating the excellence. Before we just wanted to to create something beautiful, just for the sake of beauty, right? Mm-hmm. The purpose was to be become perfection, right? And if we start to go back to that mindset and we create beautiful things, you will be compensated. Create the beautiful thing first, then afterwards, you'll be renowned for it. Exactly. And it's it's not like, look at me, look at me kind of deal, like a fisherman. A fisherman doesn't yeah. go out there, you know, catch 200 pounds of, of walleye and say, look at me, look at me. He says, I caught this. This is my job. I've done this before. And that's that's where the humbling effect takes place. Be humble about what you do. Just just on that point, shout out to the Alaskan fishermen and women. I know a bunch of uh, people from Alaska that are going fishing right now. It's the beginning of their season. Oh, oh dude, shout out yeah. to them. Good luck. Yeah, intense, huh? Dude, uh, yeah. Oh. They're hyped. They're hyped up there. Like that. I, I, I have someone I follow on Instagram, really good person, and she has like, um, like all these boats like you know it's kind of like it's a stewardship of uh of history Mm -hmm. right 
like people from Arizona, we've never seen like the, the ships up in Alaska going off to get salmon. No, it's it's very interesting, but it's very intensive. Yeah. I yeah. can I can only imagine. Obviously, I've never gone on a fishing boat and done what they do but i, I definitely respect Dude, the craft but I, I also welcome them to come in an attic and work with us <laughs> <laughs> in the summertime it's no joke but i think it's respect for each other's crafts and i think that it yeah. should exist and i think that's where you flourish in a society when each other respects the craft of one and everybody's another. on their purpose Correct. they're doing they're doing a hundred percent of their abilities and they're putting their whole uh, mind towards a task now in this new age, it seems like everybody's really transient. They'll go to work for a job mm-hmm. because they want to just get compensated. Now, you talk to these old timers, right? I'll talk to them sometimes. And they're clearly defined by their work. Like, one guy I was talking to, man, he was telling me about, like, every single job he had, like, all the way back to, like, 18. Jeez. Who his boss was, what the hours were like, what the wages were like. I'm not saying we have to go back to that, but I'm saying it just shows me that the old type of man really took his purpose and his crafts like personal. Exactly. Like, they weren't playing around back then. Well, they didn't have and social media. They, they didn't have any kind of platform yeah, to display yeah. to people and put on a persona or put on a filter. There was no filters. There was no Photoshop. You were defined by how you yeah. worked with your hands and how you were mentally capable to take on the day's you know task yep. you know and that's a that's a beautiful thing and i think attendance is also a huge thing in in purpose if you want to be good at what you do be present if you're not present you're not going to get anywhere you lie to yourself and say oh i'm too sick for the day you dude you're i mean obviously yes if you're sick and you're literally like deathly ill and like in bed get it but if you're like, you know, got the little cough or the scratch in your throat and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to sit this one out, you're you're screwing yourself. Those who show up all in the future. Correct. Be present for your purpose. Be present for yourself because if not, you're cheating yourself. Because everybody, man, especially lately, is going through it, you know, and you get kind of tired. Well, it's a snowball. You fact. get kind of down, right? You don't want to You don't want to wake up and go to work. Right. Just go to work, man. Just do it. Just be <laughs> Just present. Just go to work. Chris, what's the, what's the snowball effect on like going to the gym? If you miss one day and then you miss another, like what are the uh, like the catastrophic losses that you take from not showing up? So, I think I think it's like every three months you lose a certain amount of percent of body mass, uh, muscle mass, right? Um, to be exact. And with that being said, you lose muscle mass, you lose strength. You know, I even saw it after COVID you know, or when COVID was going on and shit and they wanted to make people wear masks in the gym. I'm like, my lungs are a little bit more important than my muscle. So I'm not going to be fucking breathing in my own fucking waist. You guys kiss my fucking ass. Right. But when I went back to the gym, you know, I had dropped like 25 fucking pounds. So I went from like two, it's like 250. I was actually 30 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. I went from 250 to 220. So... Now I'm working back up. Now I'm 245 again. Nice. Damn. You know, so it's, it was, and that was a span of a year. Jesus. You know, um, and once I started working back out, I'm back into it more and more, five, six days out of the week, mm-hmm. you know. So you're present. You're present at the gym. And I get like, but you have need that, like well, one rest. It's that motivation. It's that dedication. Yeah. You have to have that mindset to where you're like, you have to get back into it. It's, it's the whole uh, fucking Newton's, 
fucking laws, you know? Newton third, Newton's third law. Well, not not just even third law. It's one of his laws. It's I think it's like his first or second, you know? A, a body in motion stays in motion. Yeah, and a body in rest tends to stay it's at rest. rest. Yeah. So, so there you go, and that goes along right with purpose. You're right. It and really that's does. That's why I'm always, like, on things. People are like, well, you don't sleep very much. You're always writing, reading. You have to keep moving, dude. Like, work out. Just always keep moving, and then... When you rest, your your rest will be so much more deep and like dense that it's worth it. Well, you, you know? deserve it after that, you know. And that's that's something I learned when I was in the military. You, you didn't get your meal until you worked for it. You you were deservant of the meal that you ate, or even like hunting. Hunting is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You have to work for your gratification. True. You know, you have to stay on it. You have to be present. There are so many factors. Think about when people retire. Old people when they retire. Most of them retire. They, they don't after six months. They die. They die. Well, so that's quick. common. They know that from like studying like uh, people awful. that have worked physically hard for their whole lives, and then they retire. They die early because yeah. they don't it's have crazy. a purpose, so they shut down. My dad was one of those guys. Well, they stopped moving. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he ended up uh, retiring, and then he didn't last much longer because he just had worked his ass off his whole life. See, that's people's ideas too. If mm-hmm. you if you formulate that to ideas, if you're not on your ideas, it's going to right. die. It's like a plant. You have to water it. You have to feed it. You have to nurture it. You can still die in the middle of a great work. Nietzsche was like that. He. he but you ascended at he, that point. He, he, he didn't finish his last book, but he was sick. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, I, I think about the old timers, right? I, now going back to my dad, right? I remember telling him, like, when I was nineteen, twenty, I'm like, oh man, I'm a dad. I'm kind of depressed, right? Now these old timers, they didn't know about depression. Ooh. I okay. The preface is, but before that, I remember it, I had told him like. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling down, man. I'm just, I don't know, you know? And my dad looked at me with his blue eyes, and he just was like, he shook his head, and he's like, I don't I don't know what that means. And he just, didn't enable you. And just walked away. Right. He didn't acknowledge that depression was even a thing, right? Okay, so then in the future, I remember telling him a very similar thing. He just looked at me, and he says, put your nose to the grindstone, Right. Now, not to get all biblical, but when I think about that, the grindstone's a millstone, right? Where they throw grain or flour on there, mm-hmm. and then they they you'd have a guy like Conan, where he's just going around there pushing that big stone and grinding that into like uh, flour. Now, now you go back to Samson, right? Okay, so they blinded him, and they cut his hair, and. So his purpose was very menial labor. It was nothing. It was a it was a grindstone, mm-hmm. right? Millstone. So he he's over here doing this ten thousand hours. He, you are what you repeatedly do, and the whole time his hair's growing back and he's ascending inside of himself. He's becoming. They're not, they're not realizing his hair is growing yeah. back. That's the funny part. He's becoming again. Yeah. Right. He's like, Lord, so, grant me my strength. It's overcoming, time. dude. That's so beautiful. you're overcoming, dude. Yeah. Through these things, and that's the metaphor. Even when a man looks down and out, he will never return again. You take everything from that man, he can return if he's on his purpose. No matter how menial the purpose is, he will ascend and become unstoppable Correct. again. Yeah. Right? I think that's kind of like I put that all together. Like my dad saying that, and then Samson puts his hands on the pillars, and with his last, his last uh, gasp of. Strength he asks God for his help, right? In that in the Bible. And he destroys all the Philistines because he takes the temple down around him. And that's biblical, but it's very it's a very good metaphor for a man that's on his purpose. 
The you can truth. take everything from him. Take his love from him. Right. Take Delilah from him. Take his eyes. Take his hair. But he can come back if he's on his purpose. Even if it's not the purpose that he had in mind, maybe it's the purpose that he should be on. The truth prevails and all else fails. I love that saying and I will stick to that till the end of time because I think the truth outshines everything else. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that is stronger than the truth. And I think purpose in one man's life or one woman or person's life is is the absolute truth. And women too are included in this. They, they've taken on more masculine roles. Um, they've had to step up to the plate. They, they're shaping the future also. So they, the same paradigm would be applied to them now. Like it, they have to become the best iteration themselves. Yes. Yeah. It, it's always it's, about becoming the best iteration. It's part of it. Like, like me, I had ideas about what my purpose was going to be, and I got kind of sidetracked. And now I'm kind of reaffirming what I essentially wanted to be when I was younger. And sometimes it takes a long time for you to turn around and say, you know what? It's not about the money. It's not about anything. It's about this is what I, I choose to become. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you, you end up feeling like a sense of like euphoria. Like, you know what? I, I'm... I'm on the right path, and it doesn't matter then how it ends is is that you're accomplishing it, you know? And a lot of young men do. They're just scared, and uh, they need to just kind of analyze themselves and start thinking, like, what do I want to be? Because mm-hmm. there's no real wrong answer there. Not at all. Yeah. It's whatever makes you happy and fulfilled. I think trials and tribulations of failure is, is a part of overcoming and and it really defines a person. That's a part of experience, too. I mean, we, we've referenced, or at least I have referenced baseball. You only need to be good three out of the ten times to be a Hall of Famer. That's You're, you're a failure at that point. If you're going to yeah. grade that, you're a failure. But you're still considered great because you did it. You, you experienced, you fulfilled three out of the ten times. Yeah, that's crazy. You look at the batting averages. Yeah, you yeah, only have to bat 300. Yeah. That's it. That's True. really like not that great, but it, it's about the phenomenon mm-hmm. of being able to hit a baseball. Scientifically, it's like literally impossible to be a great person in life and be that 10% of the world or 30%, however we want to do this math. It's near impossible because we're set up for failure because of consciousness. Everybody fears consciousness and being alive. So if you can just live this life and do something great three times out of 10, you did a great job. No, I agree. And that's all it takes is the courage to say, I want to go at it with it. Yeah. Let me give me another let, round. Let me get let me get a shot. Well, all and that's right. the thing. It's like when you reach failure, you're like, Oh, that was horrible, but uh, can I get a second serving, please? Yeah. You know, you just you want more. And that's the overcoming aspect there, of it. There was this race I used to do it. It was called the Jerome Hill Climb. Mm-hmm. And it was like a five mile like uphill race. Ugh. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. You like your heart's about to explode, but like that one day, you go to the starting line, and um, that's your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, after you get done, everybody's breathing all hard. It's like literally your chest is about to explode, but the euphoria there is—it's unmatched. Unmatched. I sometimes I go back to that place in my mind, you know, and that—that's because that day that was my purpose, right? right. Was to take that mountain on, and. Uh, and I think that there's nothing that that you lose from that. No. Like even maybe you get first place, maybe you get twentieth. It doesn't matter, but you're you're still out there accomplishing your purpose to the best of your abilities. It's not like 
nobody's going to be, you know, there's layers, right? It's a depth. You're going to have the top tier guys, then the medium, then the low, but it's, everybody's out there going after it. And that's the way we got to be in life. We got to just go after it. It doesn't mean you're going to win. It means you, you, you tried for it. Yes. yes, you tried. And, um, the only failure is not trying. Correct. Like literally like, um, some things I'm doing in my personal life, I've been writing and I'm like, well, maybe I'll do well. Maybe I won't do well. But if you don't try, then nothing happens from nothing. Throw your hat in the ring. Throw your hat in the ring. Throw your hat in the ring. See what happens. Yeah. You, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. All right, Michael Jordan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And Michael Jordan's another guy. Like, um, he, tried, he tried baseball. He yeah. stopped in the middle of his basketball career yeah. when he was he the golf. best in the league. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go try to hit a baseball. He even tried golf. Really? Yeah. He's probably pretty decent at golf because it didn't include a, a wooden bat. But he was awful at baseball. But he tried, and I, I respect that. Well, this that. is the thing. It's, it, that's a guy who conquered everything, and he's like, well, let me go over to something else, right? And you got to give it to him for that. You know, like, once you've beaten something into submission, you have to challenge yourself. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I hope people take take that with a grain of salt. I think there is a lot of things to accomplish in one man's life. And I'm not, I'm not saying spread yourself too thin on what you can handle, but take on what you what you have on your plate now. Well, this is the most the best basic, you can. This is the most basic talking point of masculinity. And we haven't talked about it so far because it's kind of like I don't know why we never hit on it, but it, it's just so basic. You get on YouTube, it's oh what get on your purpose, get on your grind set, sigma male grind set, you know? It is one of those fundamentals of masculinity that you have to kind of like understand who you want to become and go after it. Now, it's true. We can't all become what we want to be, but we can at least entertain it. Mm -hmm. We should try to entertain it and not give up and not get distracted, not fall down these rabbit holes. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Believe in yourself and other people will believe in you. And you can't expect others to... To love or care about you if you don't even give that to yourself. Yeah. You really have to, you have to be yourself's biggest fan. You have we, to give time and dedication. You, you know what it is too? I noticed that like someone that's interesting is somebody that's interested in themselves. Correct. Right? They have hobbies, they have uh, beliefs, they have desires. Yep. They're, they're not moved by the fixations of the crowd. Mm-hmm. They're marching to the beat of their own drum. Those people are fascinating because... They really can't be stopped because they, they're absolute, they have their ideas, mm-hmm. and they're going to accomplish them or not. But they're, they're actually, they're creating their own realities. Now, a lot of people are living out other people's realities and living out their dreams. And right. those are the people that, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think for men that are trying to do something different, they gotta, they got to know their own purpose. It's true. Or else they're not going to have fulfilled lives. And they're going to be, like, very angsty and depressed. And we see that a lot. And we, I'd much rather us not be like that. So you got to go after it, and you'll feel good about yourself. Be strong. Stay strong and really, really give in to yourself. Don't, don't give in to the pressures of society. I think society pressures are they're weak, and I think for people not to fulfill their own destiny is it's sad. Yeah. It really is sad. Yeah, and you you you'll constantly see it like online. Like, there's a there's a lot of crazy stuff online. There's a lot of crazy expectations at work. There's a lot of guys that are just totally disassociating. But if you want to rise above that, you got to be 
opposite of that. And it tells a lot about a person when they go after your dreams or kind of try to bash you. It tells tells a lot more about that person when they go out of their way to tell you how weird your your purpose is or how not good of a job you're doing. They're they're going out of their way to make themselves feel better, you know, and and don't let those people control your your connotation towards your purpose. That you have to understand what kind of person they are and that's just being observant. Be observant and understand that there are snakes in the garden. Always. You know, so stick to your purpose. I think we're pretty much wrapped up at this point. Find your purpose, fulfill it. You're your own prophecy. Exactly. Yeah, be the prophet of your new age. Exactly. (laughs) Like, that's a good point. It's like, if you're not going to herald your own becoming, then what are you doing here? What are you, yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah, just like become. And, um, yeah, wrapping up the most basic of masculine topics. Purpose. Purpose. I think we hit it on the, the nail. Hit it right on the head. All right, folks. Until next time.